When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, you put that music on just for Bruce Sherwin, didn't you? Loveracing.nz, your home of thoroughbred racing. Very, a real pleasure to join the show today. Commentator down here at Awapuni today, Bruce Sherwin. Good afternoon, Bruce. Great to have you on the show. Hello, boys. It sounds more like Sticko Zero than mine. <laughs> it probably is, to be fair, but Clado's uh, even got the wood on me. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. Hey, great to have you on board, uh, Bruce. Nice uh, brisk day down there at the Awapuni, is it? It's a good day, actually. It's a bit of a brisk breeze, but uh, other than that, pretty nice weather. The sun's out. The, the track's playing great. It's, oh, I'm surprised they haven't gone up from the heavy eight. It's, uh, they're on 112 and change earlier in the day, so the track's in great condition, and it does look a really good surface from, from the vantage point here. So, yes, uh, good days racing. It's winter racing. It's never simple, but... Uh, uh, a good good track and some horses to follow moving forward. I thought that Labrazzi was a very good run earlier in the day. Looked unlucky, so that's yeah. a filly we can be following. I read in your mail there, Bruce. Uh, certainly um, run into a bit of traffic turning in and sort of knocked her sideways, but really finished the race off late. Sticko, how would you like to be travelling home with Alan Sharrick from the races today? <laughs> I think I'd be get, it might cost a fortune getting an Uber from Palmy to uh, New Plymouth, <laughs> but I'd take one. <laughs> Right, yeah, that's yeah, Butler saw plenty of the racetrack in the in the next, so he's a forgive as well. He is. He should have lined up just ask me just to get a bit of put a smile back on his face. <laughs> hey, we've got three races to go, Bruce, but uh, we'll get back to you later for a tip for our listeners today. I've got one to follow, Labrasse. But how do you find punting in winter? Do you just do more form, or you, you ease off a little bit? Uh, it's not simple. It's uh, I'd far prefer the, the, the summertime, obviously, where you get more consistency of track conditions. There's just so many variables in the winter. So if I'm playing, I generally look for value. I tend to try and avoid the favourites if you can because uh, uh, just given the variables there, so play it a bit wider and, and more conservative too. You, you don't want to be risking the house on, on tracks that, that get really wet in the winter. Yeah, but as you, And the all-weathers could say... Yeah, the all weathers could come into play. I, I, I like what I've seen at, at, at uh, Cambridge. I think the form's holding up really consistent, and that's what you like as as a punter, as a tracker. You can trust the form on, and, and that Rickerton track's playing well, and, and in more recent times, Awapuni's come into play as well. It'll take a little time for us to get our heads around the form at Awapuni, as it does with a new track, but uh, once we see that all-weather form coming through, you can trust it. It'll be consistent. Yeah, and you've seen a, you've had, certainly had a busy week, Bruce. You met a matter on Wednesday. You were at New Plymouth Thursday, but I did notice a first starter getting the money at Matamata very impressively on Wednesday. It was a horse called Rhapsody Chic uh, by Sacred Falls, and uh, I gather by just just listening to your commentary that you were very taken with that horse's performance. Uh, more so the tipping effort by the the, the coat pullers there at Matamata. 
sticker that they were all tipping it. I didn't actually have much anything on it other than a quaddy ticket, but um, they were tipping it confidently. It got home. There were a couple of nice winners that day. Uh, just uh, it seems like an eternity ago. It was that Wednesday. Silver Javelin, crikey, that's that really scampered over the heavy track conditions. One by a space and ran a at least a second quicker than the other maidens over 1,200 metres. So that was the one I was marking down for the future through the winter. Silver Javelin, the uh, reliable man filly from the Lance O'Sullivan Andrew Scott stable. Yeah, well, you've, you've played that down well, Bruce. Uh, there's no way that you, you wouldn't have let a Sacred Falls go around that wasn't strongly tipped <laughs> out. So we'll let that one slide for now. Okay, thanks, mate. I, I thought debit from the uh, Peter Lockbarn was really impressive too. Yeah, that was probably the other one I had marked down for the future, those three. Yeah, so bang, bang, bang. On the mark as always, Stephen. Bruce, um, you're still on the line, and I guess big news in the last yeah. week was the what looks like the total demise of Singapore racing, and I know you've had a big part to play in that. You've raced plenty of horses through your association with Raffles Farm and Raffles Thoroughbreds. Did you see this one coming? No, it was a big surprise, Stephen. Um, it really came out of left field. Uh, the Turf Club had made $50 million last year, so uh, that the government have stepped in and shut it down. It wouldn't be for, from a profitability point of view, and uh, there was no heads up. I, I know as being a part of the Asian Racing Conference and the International Federation, they were shocked as well if, if there was some distress as to why they didn't uh, seek help or, or even in lobbying the government. So it's going to be a major hole. Over 100 horses exported up there and things aren't going so great in Malaysia and Macau. So will, will the, they, they follow suit? I, I hope not. Moving forward, they've got 700 horses to move within 18 months, and that's a logistical exercise in itself. As everyone knows, air travel's not the simplest that these days. There's not space for 700 at Malaysia, so there's going to be some horses relocating. And what of the, 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 the quality of the product, Stephen, in the next 18, 18 months? If they've got an end date, some of these guys, there's going to be some awfully big temptations, so there's going to be a lot of pressure on the stewarding around the... the, the the quality of the racing in the next 18 months it really is a massive headache and a concern mm, Ted right and uh, I say it's a, it's a shame all round and it's a pity that uh, there wasn't I guess from the well there's been the, no there's the government been no or the dialogue, club dialogue or any even consultation like there were horses I don't know Dado Yup of Raffles Racing he imported a horse last week well, so how much are we feeling now? And Tutukaka, we sold him to some to a very good owner up there who, who was sitting in for the Singapore Gold Cup and, and big races like that. And he only went went up a month ago, and that was quite a big transaction. So owners like that, they're going to be absolutely gutted. They had a meeting um, yesterday too, I think it was, Bruce. Uh, Michael Clements and uh, Irene Limit didn't go too well. It was half of them walked out and they come out of it and they were none the wiser, really. Like, um, they're going to have meetings about, you know, bring your concerns back. But where, where do you start and where do you finish? You know, like, not just the horses, the staff as well. Like Absolutely. The, yeah, so, so and, and with the NZTR hat on, we have been quick contact with them because uh, there are some wonderful uh, people up there that uh, perhaps could have a home back in New Zealand for the future and help our industry as long as as well as uh, reaching out for horses looking to relocate as well. Too right. Yeah, it's um, it's, it's not going to last October the 5th, is it? You can't go out with a bang. You're not going to have no. a full race day, are you? It'll, it'll just fall to bits no, by the sound no, of it. Yeah. And 
I know Donna said yeah, she would no. stay there you know, to the end for her staff and that, but I don't think it's going to happen. No, I can't see it lasting till that end eight, 18 months. No, like you say, it's, it's got to be a drain on, uh, you know, people have, you can't leave it till the last race day and move that amount of horses. So it's it's going to be a steady and, and drain from now on, really. Futures as well, they can't just make it, uh, pick up and move overnight as well. No, sad times are there, Singapore Turf Club, and they're not going to change their mind, are they, Bruce? They've made their mind up. There's no protests, there's no placards, there's no protest marches. No. They are not going to budge, are they? Yeah, it's very much a one-party state, Singapore, so there's, there won't be... It's normally very little opposition to what the government puts down in stone, so it's very unfortunate. So so the 2026, you know, what, what they were whispering about might have worked because you young horses that you're there now, you know, you've you got time to, to try them and sort of wind down from there. Even that's still yep. not ideal, but, you know, to just cut it off at the knees, like, for next year, it's like... Boy, it's a, it's, it's no, a shock, it's really. It's an ex- ex- extraordinary chain of events, and uh, yeah, the lack of consultation and, and even asking for support is what's uh, alarmed most people and shocked us. Okay. Yeah, very disappointing. Uh, moving along, uh, this Friday, I think it is. No, Thursday. Thursday, big announcement, Thursday NZTR. Afternoon. Yes, yeah, well, it's taken a little while to, to digest the the Entain deal, and we're not privy to all exact details, but we've got more than enough to move forward and some certainty around the funding for the next five years. Uh, it, it was a very important deal, obviously, the Entain deal, the way uh, the TAB performance had been in the last 18 months. We were heading south and with the possibility, well, likelihood, actually, of cutting prize money into heading into next season had this Entain deal not go through. So without... Um, uh, uh, putting too much uh, emphasis on what's coming out on Thursday, we were going from a position where we were probably, well, we were, were going to be cutting prize money if the deal hadn't gone through to a position where it will be increasing and some good new races, conceptual races, to be announced on that day as well. So watch this space, but very positive. And on a week when um, we've heard, heard cuts come out of Victoria, we're going to be in a good space, New Zealand, for once, where we're moving forward in the right direction and it should be uh, five years of uplift as well so pretty exciting times at long last I dare say Sticko. Mm, really good to hear and uh, yeah we look forward to that announcement as say coming up this coming Thursday so Thursday four o'clock at Caraca. Beautiful. That's on the eve of the um, weanling sale coming up at Caraca on the Friday so on the eve of that sale and everyone's welcome to attend uh, that announcement on the Thursday, and I might see if um, Cameron and Bruce can maybe throw some money in and maybe shout at those that turn up a drink as well. Well, I, I think in either case, uh, Camo will be shouting after the Warriors win last night, and Bruce. Word they got. Yeah, and Bruce had another winner during the week uh, involved with Alan and, and Kempi, so uh, they, they just keep on keeping on the boys and. Uh, Good yeah, luck just to ask me's little brother, and he, he won a race at there at New Plymouth on Thursday and looked very genuine and a horse that would improve. He was a bit new in the run, but really went to the line strongly, and uh, we know the family so well through Just Ask Me, Steve, so he could be in for a good couple of winters as well. Yeah, and we've just got to give uh, Kempe a little bit of a brickbat too. He, he did tell everybody uh, on the Kempe and Izzy show to not back that horse until it got the blinkers applied. Uh, I didn't notice any blinkers on it the other day, but uh, homie oh, roll. The big swerve. Yeah. yeah. Well, 
I'll just tell you, Bruce, uh, just so I don't know if you had one eye on the monitor there, but uh, Billy Pinn just picking up another winner at Sandown. And he gets over right. there with a three-kilo claim, so pat on the back for NZTR yeah. for that. Yeah, well well done, isn't it? Those young apprentices, um, they can they can do all their groundwork here in New Zealand and uh, Wiramu Pinn, terrific talent, just um, can keep it together. Uh, and he's doing doing really well over there. No surprise at all, as we well know, what a talent he is, and it's a bit of a leg-up three-kilo claim over there on the Metro meetings. Oh, isn't that handy? Uh, with his experience, and not only his base experience, but his winning experience to still be claiming three kilos. I mean, it's just a massive yeah, bonus. Group one winning jockeys. He's a very pretty rider, isn't he? He's got lovely balance and hands, and uh, he's the perfect young jockey um, just to, to, if he can keep it together mentally, he's got a huge career in front of him. Certainly has. And Bruce, you've only got three races left. We only want one winner from you, so we'll let you uh, we'll let you off the hook pretty easily here. Oh, mate, heavy tracks, as I said. Uh, I, I thought um, Don't Ask in the last, with the benefit of two runs under its belt, uh, might be a horse worth playing, but not confidently. I was actually... A couple of roughies, uh, a roughie at um, Ruakaka, if you're having a bet up there, boys. Uh, Tanner in the three-year-old race is around 40 to 1. It might not be a winner, but just at the odds, I want to have something on it. It won a very good form race at Matamata, so, and then got stuck in the worst of the ground at Pukekohe. So that's the one I was looking at. And a horse I don't mind following in Australia and Sydney, Democracy Manifest. In mm. race seven in Sydney, I think he's a handy horse. Nice horse, he's a nice horse. Makes it hard for himself getting back, but definitely going through the grades, democracy manifest. So that'd be my two plays for the remainder of the day. Tanner at odds and democracy manifest in Sydney. Race seven, number nine, democracy manifest. Hey, Bruce, uh, thanks for taking the time out to join us here on The Good Oil. Wish you well for the rest of your calling and safe travels home tonight. Pleasure, lads. Enjoy the day. Good luck. Thank you, Bruce Sherwin. Loveracing.nz for all your thoroughbred racing news, previews, replays, profiles and more.